the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, set, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We can't come tell Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Again, the Lord is speaking to us on communication as an ingredient of a good relationship. In John chapter 4, in John chapter 4, Jesus had a meaningful and effective conversation. You can say it communication with a Samaritan woman. Why? Because Jesus knew or understood the life of this woman more than she knew or understood her own life. It's a basic truth that God knows us better than we know ourselves. You know, Jesus knows us better than we know ourselves. So Jesus Christ coming to this woman, meeting this woman, or this woman meeting Jesus, Jesus knew her inside out. Jesus knew where she's coming from, where she's going. Jesus knew everything. So he was able to have a meaningful and effective conversation with her. If you look at John chapter 4 from verse 16 to 20, the gospel of John chapter 4, verse 16 to 20, we try to understand that if we know ourselves, we will know others. Or if we know ourselves better, we'll know others better and we'll be able to communicate with them better and we'll be able to have a, a better relationship. So Jesus, of course, Jesus knew himself. And coming to this woman or this woman meeting Jesus, Jesus Christ said to her in verse 16, go call your husband and come here. Go and call your husband and come here. The woman answered and said to Jesus, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you have well said, I have no husband. For you have had five husbands and the one with whom you are right now, or the one you have right now is not your husband. The one you are living with right now, the one you are cohabiting with right now is not your husband. In that you spoke truly. Wow. Then the woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Verse 20. Our fathers worship on this mountain, and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship. First of all, let's look at the situation here. This woman was alone. She came alone to the well. Usually, in those days, they did not travel alone. Women did not go to the well alone. They went in groups. They went in a company. 
So this woman came there alone. Why did she come alone? That's a good question. Why did she come alone? Jesus Christ said to her, go call your husband. She said, I have no husband. And Jesus Christ said to her, you are right. You told the truth. You're telling the truth because you have had five husbands. Jesus Christ knew everything about her. So you can see the communication. You can see the effectiveness of the communication. Jesus Christ was touching her heart. You have had five husbands. How do you have five husbands in those days? In this day and age, it's no big deal. <laughs> it's plentiful. But in those days, five husbands. In those days, after the first husband, you can almost be sure that nobody else will marry you. How did she do it? Or what was going on? What could be going on? Jesus Christ understood all of that. This woman was looking for something. This woman was looking for something, a relationship much more than being with a man. This woman was looking for something more tangible, you know, more of love, more of real love. She wasn't looking for sexual love. But if you look at this in those days, everybody looking at this will say, it's a bad woman, promiscuous, they will call her. In fact, you can almost be sure that that was part of the reason why she had no friends to go with her to the well. But this woman was able to have the first husband, the second husband, the third husband, the fourth husband, the fifth husband. Why? I can see that this woman was a good woman. But ordinarily, you will not see that. That's what Jesus Christ saw. She was a good woman that every man that saw her or that interacted with her, every man that met her saw something good in her. Even though she was already divorced, they still wanted her anyway because she was good. Of course, it's, this is not about the facia or outward beauty. For indeed, if we look at 1 Peter chapter 3, we know that the beauty of a woman is that of the inward person, that of the inward person, a beauty of a quiet and humble spirit, a quiet and humble spirit, the scripture says, that it is of great price in the sight of God. The beauty of a quiet and humble spirit is of great price in the sight of God. That's what Jesus could see. And that's what was happening actually to this woman. She was a good woman. She was a woman that... A man will meet and say, I would like to marry you. She was able to marry five husbands. Wow, that's powerful. She was looking for something precious. She was loving and caring. She was honest and truthful. But she could not get it from a man. She thought she could get it from a man. She was looking for something. She didn't know what she was looking for. But Jesus knew what she was looking for. When she met Jesus, her life changed. She knew, she realized what she was looking for. You see that the moment Jesus Christ mentioned to her that you have had five husbands and the one you live with right now is not your husband, not only that she was not offended, but she said, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. I perceive that you are a prophet. And then she began to talk about worship. She began to talk about worshiping God because that's where her heart was. But until she met Jesus, she did not know how to get that. She could not find it. She was looking for it everywhere. She was looking for it 
helter skelter. She was looking for it to the north, to the east, to the west. She was looking for it in five husbands. She could not get it until she met Jesus. When she met Jesus, Jesus, by way of knowing her, because Jesus knew her, Jesus was able to communicate with her. Hallelujah. By that communication, something released in her life. It was when this woman met Jesus that she got to know herself. And she was no longer ashamed of her life. As you see her broadcasting to everyone in her city, Come and see a man that told me everything I ever did. She went around telling everybody, come and see, come and see. Oh, a man that told me everything I ever did. Come and see, come and see. She was no longer ashamed. This woman would have thought that she knew herself, but she didn't know herself. And so she could not have a good relationship. She could not be satisfied. She could not have a good relationship. She was jumping from one man to another. Because she was looking for something that she did not know. But when she met Jesus, she knew herself. She was confident. She was bold. She was no longer ashamed. She told everybody, come and see a man that told me everything I ever did. Probably that was already the talk of the town. But she was no longer ashamed to say that. Come and see. And everybody followed her. Because she was saying it confidently and boldly. Before nobody would believe her. But now people believed her. She became an evangelist. Until we meet Jesus, until you meet Jesus, you do not know yourself. You think you know yourself. We think we know ourselves. But until the word of God reveals our true nature, we will think we know ourselves. Peter thought he knew himself very well when he confidently said to Jesus, everyone may deny you. Everyone may run away from you. I will never deny you. I will even die for you, he said. He thought he knew himself. You know, he was boastful. And all of that, he was really like, wow. I will even die for you. Jesus Christ said, tonight, today, you will deny me. You will deny that you know me. So no, 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 no. That's not going to happen to me. Of course he did. He denied Jesus. He thought he knew himself, but he didn't know himself. Prophet Isaiah, in Isaiah 6, from verse 5. When he saw the glory of God, see what he said. He said, woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Prophet Isaiah, in the light of his glory, in the light of his glory, he declared, woe is me, I am undone, I am nothing. Why? Because I'm a man of unclean lips. Before then, if you ask him, he would never say he was a man of unclean lips. No. You probably boast and say, my lips are very clean. But in the light of the glory of God, by the word of God, he saw himself as unclean. And then he said, I dwell in the midst of the people of unclean lips. He saw himself, then he saw the people. When we see ourselves, then we can see people. If we see ourselves well, then we can see people. But we have to see ourselves in the light of God, in the light of the word of God. So the way to know ourselves is to know God. The more we get to know God, the more we get to know ourselves. The more you get to know God, the more you will get to know yourself. You will discover yourself as you discover God. As you discover God, you will discover yourself. And you will discover your environment. You will discover others. 
you will get to know others. And as you get to know others, you will be better able to communicate with them and you have a better relationship with them. That's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Again, when you know yourself, you will know others better. You'll be able to communicate with them better. And then you will have what it takes to create, build, or maintain good relationships. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.